0: What's up, guys? First off, happy Wednesday, and thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of NFL Review and Forecasting for Week 3. So, today's episode is going to include the NFL hospital list, uh, one major takeaway from every week two NFL game, and my favorite, betting predictions and game picks for Week 3. So, let's get into this uh, hospital list. Um, It's not like we didn't lose the best two running backs in the NFL this week. So uh, Barkley's done for the season, torn ACL. Uh, McCaffrey's done for hopefully four to six weeks, but you never know with an ankle injury. It could be longer. It could be shorter. It depends on how he recovers. Um, Other people that are out for the season include Malik Hooker, Solomon Thomas, Nick Bosa, Cortland Sutton. It's not like none of those people are important to any of their teams, but like Nick Bosa was the reigning defensive rookie of the year. Cortland Sutton is the number one receiver on the Broncos and is supposed to have a huge year. Solomon Thomas is a pretty solid defensive end. Uh, Malik Hooker is one of the, one of the best young safeties in the league. And now he's going to have to take a step back this year. Other people that are out for weeks and not the season, uh, the 49ers running backs who happened to both sprain their MCL, Moster and Tevin Coleman, so sorry for those people who have them in fantasy. Locke's done for two to six weeks. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of Jeff Driscoll throwing the ball to maybe Jerry Judy and Noah Fant. And if he can get the ball to them. And then I just got a report from Schefter that Jalen Rager's done for eight to 10 weeks because he did something and he tore his UCL. Like, what? Come on, really? I mean, I wanted to see some of these guys play as I was really excited to see Rager. I thought he was gonna do well in the Eagles offense if Carson Wentz could ever get him the ball anyway. Um yeah, Drew I thought Drew Locke was gonna I thought the Broncos would be pretty good with Drew Locke, but I guess we're gonna to have to wait to see him and Alright. All right. Kyle Shanahan said that Jimmy Garoppolo should is in play to start this week against the Giants. Why would you do that? That is stupid. You're going to beat the Giants without Jimmy Garoppolo and out your two running backs and out your two defensive ends. Like, you could probably put on your practice squad and beat the Giants, especially without Barkley. Barkley is their whole team. That's what happens when you hand the ball off to him every single play. Like, oh, and Sterling Shepard's done. Uh, He, uh, seven weeks, I think it was, he just got put on IR, IR. Like, the team's injury list is longer than the Bible at this point, honestly. Um, so, all right, we're going to move forward to one major takeaway that I thought was important from every week two game. We're going to start out with the Thursday night game. Joe Burrow is for real 316, three tutties going to be a very good quarterback. Next game. We'll go to the ones. Now, uh, we got Jags, Titans, Gardner, Minshew's actually playing like a real quarterback and it found, and it looks like the Jaguars actually found a quarterback. That's crazy. And James Robinson's playing really well as a rookie. Uh, Panthers, Bucks, The Buccaneers offense will go as far as Tom Brady does. If Tom Brady, well, let's just say this. If the Buccaneers offensive line can protect Brady long enough, then I think the Buccaneers will have a very good season. Panthers, sorry about, sorry, McCaffrey. Very, very, very sorry. It's all about Teddy Bridgewater time now. Bills, Dolphins. This game is lightning delay. I mean the Dolphins actually kept this game really close. The Dolphins are a pretty solid team and Fitzpatrick played pretty well, but Josh Allen's an MVP candidate after throwing for 417 and four and absolutely destroying a linebacker while he's running the ball. He's a very 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 good player. Uh Cowboys Falcons, dude. Falcons were up 20 to nothing at one point in the first quarter and the Cowboys came back in one 40 to 39. I Dude, just pick up the ball on an onside kick. Just pick up the ball. You can pick it up wherever. I know, but Dak, another person that's going to be an MVP candidate, uh, 450, one touchdown through the air, three on the ground. I mean, Cowboys are looking good, and the Falcons, don't be surprised if they have a nice little stretch of a couple wins here. Uh, Broncos, Steelers, you lost Sutton. You, you lose Drew, your quarterback. I mean, Jeff Driscoll's not now your starting quarterback. Uh, but the receivers, I mean, the Steelers have a very nice young core of receivers, and I'm very excited to see how Ben Roethlisberger gets them in the offense. Uh, next game, Vikings-Colts. Dude, Kirk Cousins, man. Holy shit. Three picks. Come on. I know that you lost your best receiver in Stephon Diggs, but Adam Thielen is still there. You still have uh, Kyle Rudolph, Irv Smith Jr., another young tight end. I mean, and Dalvin Cook's a very good running back. Put it together, Colts, you lost your best safety. And I don't know what it is with Phillip Rivers and tight ends, but Mo Alley-Cox has now become, like, an actual threat. Uh, Weird because he used to play basketball at Baylor, but okay. Uh, 49ers-Jets, the 49ers took themselves to the hospital, and Kyle Shanahan blames it on the turf when report just came out that it's most likely the cleats that they were wearing. Interesting, interesting. But the Jets, you suck. Gaze, like, ASAP saved Arnold, please, because some of the throws he was making were actually pretty solid. Uh, Rams, Eagles, Eagles, once again, you suck. Carson Wentz, you suck. The offensive line, you suck. Like, Miles Sanders is the only good part about your team right now. Um, Jared Goff's looking pretty well. Back to Super Bowl run form. Uh, next game, Lions-Packers. Sta- uh, Stafford didn't play too bad. Rodgers is an MVP candidate. He's playing really well, and Aaron Jones is an absolute stud with having over 200 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. That's, that's He's definitely t- uh, stepped up when Devontae Adams went down for the game. Uh, Giants-Bears, Giants lost Barkley. Um, bears Trubisky actually did not play too bad besides having two picks. Um, yeah, no, that Bears defense is pretty good. They're coming back to what they were the past two years. Um, then we'll go to the four o'clock games. You got the Cardinals and the football team, dude. It's still so funny saying that, but Kyler Murray, another quarterback that's making his case for an MVP candidate. He's playing really well. I, he is a very, very, very skilled runner. And if you watch him scramble, I mean, there's not a lot of linebackers that can catch up to him, even safeties and corners and secondary too. But don't count out the football team. They, Terry McLaurin, very solid receiver. Chiefs-Chargers. Chargers held the lead for most of this game and brought it to OT, which I was very surprised about. But Justin Herbert, I knocked on him for a while now. Did not like him at Oregon, but played very well. Played very well. Watch out. Ravens-Texans uh, rematch of last year. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, two of the best quarterbacks in the league. And the Ravens just showed why they're the best team in the NFL. That Period period. Um, then you got the Sunday night game, which was a, <laughs> came down to last play. Seahawks-Patriots and Seahawks stopped him on the goal line. Russell Wilson, another one. Another, this might be the year that he finally gets his MVP. Five touchdowns, like come on. And Cam Newton's playing really well too. He's back to old 2015 Carolina Panthers form right now. Monday night game, Raiders are back. Just win, baby. Al Davis. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I'm tired of hearing that. He's not. He, the disrespect that he's trying to fix is he's proven it right now. Jax Jacobs is one of the best running backs in the league, and Darren Waller has showing why he is def, He has made his case into definitely being a top-five tight end in the NFL. For sure. 100%. No doubt in my mind. Um, so week two was definitely very – uh, it was a good week of football except for the injuries because you don't like to see that. But, um, yeah, so week three, there are a lot of good games. I was looking at them this week, and Thursday night, if this was any other year, I would not watch this Thursday night football game between the Dolphins and Jaguars. But this year, both teams are on the up and up, and I th- I really think this is a good game. Uh, Jaguars are favored by three. Uh Jaguars take this game, but Dolphins definitely cover the spread. I think it's going to be a one-point game field goal, something like that. I would definitely add it to three and a half. Um, actually, before, before I go to the next game, I just want to say that if you guys want betting predictions, come to me. I'm telling you right now, I'm 28 for 32 in the first two weeks, and I have made a boatload of money. I'm telling you, get your picks because underdogs this year have been hitting. Hitting, Uh, first game of the Sunday slate, Raiders-Patriots. Dude, the Patriots are favored six by a touchdown, six and a half over the Raiders. Give me the spread. Give me the points. I'm taking Las Vegas. I'm riding on the hot wave, even in Foxborough. Let's go, Derek Carr. If I was going to take, but I do think the Patriots are going to come out with a win, but it's going to be definitely a very close game. Rams-Bills, this game might be the game of the week. Rams are fa I mean the Bills are favored by two and a half. I feel like there's no point of taking the spread. I mean, unless you're gonna add points to the Rams. So you might as well just pick up the money line winner. And if you want minus 135 of the Bills or plus 115 of the Rams. If it wasn't in Buffalo, I would have took the Rams, but give me the home team here. Texans, Steelers. Uh Steelers are favored by a field goal. Um in Pittsburgh, Houston just looks lost right now. I mean, except for Deshaun Watson, is, he, he really needs to either get – I mean, I know he just signed the contract, but they really need to help him. Like, he's just going to be a waste of talent down there in Houston. Please, Bill O'Brien, like, figure out a way to get some more talent around him. But I'm definitely going to take the Steelers here at minus 198. Uh, Niners, Giants. A tale of the hospital. Yeah. 49ers at Giants have to play at MetLife again after Kyle Shanahan was making fun of the turf. Um, (laughs) Any other... (laughs) If this was last week, the 49ers would probably be favored by more than four. But... uh, Honestly, I don't even know how you pick the Giants without Barkley, and I don't know how you pick the 49ers without their defensive line. But... I'll take the 49ers money line. I'd have to. There, I just don't see any way the Giants winning. Uh, Titans Vikings. Vikings are underdogs in this one, which I do not. Which I am not surprised about. Um, plus two and a half, dude. If Kirk Cousins just didn't play so piss poor last week, I would definitely take them. But the Titans are riding a hot wave. They're two and zero. Oh. King Henry. He's back and better than ever. I'm definitely taking the Titans here in this one, and I'm probably going to take them at minus 142, which is the money line right now. Um, Washington football team, Cleveland Browns. Browns are seven-point favorites. That could be something looking into. Um, I mean, the football team didn't play that well against the Cardinals, but... I don't know about seven points. That's a little risky right there, but uh, I'd probably take the Browns money line even though it's minus three twenty-five. Uh, Bengals, Eagles, um, plus five Bengals. I'm I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna def I'm gonna take the points. Screw it. Let's go, Joey B. Bengals money line plus one ninety. Plus one ninety. Taking it for sure. Eagles are not – I, dude, Carson Wentz is not looking good at all. Team's so hurt. I mean, their defense is lacking. I just – I don't have any faith in them right now. None. None whatsoever. Uh, Bears-Falcons, this is going to be a solid game. Uh, the Falcons are favored by three. I think the Falcons are going – still. I think they still have a chance of making the playoffs. Um, even starting 0-2 and even blowing that lead to the Cowboys, which was – I mean it's in their nature after the Super Bowl too, so sorry Falcons fans. But yeah, I'll probably take the money line here at minus one seventy four. The Falcons offense is just too potent, dude. Calvin Rayleigh is a number one receiver on any other team besides the Falcons just because of Julio Jones. I mean Hayden Hurst is solid tight end. Offensive line's all first round draft picks and running the ball, they are like they have a pretty solid running game with Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's not looking too bad either. He's the need doesn't look like he's bothering too much right now. Um, <laughs> Jets Colts <laughs> Colts are favored by eleven. I, honestly, I might even take the points there. I don't think the Jets bring in like, two touchdowns. I really don't. Uh, the Colts, even though the Colts are not, uh, they're not convincing me right now. But uh, the money line is minus one thousand one hundred and fifty-seven. I don't think I've ever seen a money line that large. I don't think there's even value in taking. Unless you're taking the point. Unless you ta- somehow think the Jets have a chance of winning or taking the points, I probably wouldn't touch this game just because the odds are so bad. I mean, or you're that confident that the Colts are going to beat them by two scores. Uh, Panthers, Chargers. Yeah, I just got an update on my phone that Herbert's going to be the starter for week three, and. Ooh, that's actually big news. Byron Jones is out tomorrow night. Interesting. Um, Panthers chargers. Minus six and a half chargers. win by score. Minus 284 money line. Yeah, dude, I don't see the Panthers even getting close without McCaffrey. I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater. I think you're a good quarterback, but uh, there's a lot of work done to be down there in Carolina. Um, dude, the Lions-Cardinals game is going to be good, especially if Kenny Galladay's back because... They're saying he's going to come back this week. Um, and But the Cardinals secondary is very, very good. Uh, I'll probably just take Cardinals straight up. Money line here. Minus 257. I think that's the safest play. Um, Buccaneers, Broncos. If the Broncos had Drew Locke, I would definitely pay, put money on the Broncos on this one. But I just have no faith in Jeff Driscoll. Absolutely zero. Nor do I have faith in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But... The Bucks are going to win the game, minus 261. Take it, lock it in right now. Uh, Ooh, Cowboys-Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored by five? What's the money line? Plus 190 for the boys. Dude, America's team, I'm taking underdog right here, plus 190. Uh... Especially the Seahawks losing Bruce Irvin for the season. I know he's not that big of a deal, but the Cowboys are going to be riding on such a wave after beating the Falcons last week. They're back. They believe they're back. They think they're Super Bowl contenders. I mean, when do they not? But they might be legit this year. Taking the boys away in Seattle. Uh, Sunday night game is going to be a hell of a game. Packers-Saints... Saints are favored by three. I'm throwing, even though I saw a crazy stat that the Saints are 15 and 0 against two and 0 teams in week three. 15 and 0. I think it ends this week. Packers money line underdogs plus 147. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, dude. After watching, uh, it might change a little bit. Uh, if Michael Thomas plays, and if he does, that line might even more move even more in the favor of the Saints. And I'm throwing even more money on the Packers then because I I really think the Packers are legit this year. I think they're pretty good. The defense had some questions, but Jair Alexander is an absolute stud, stud. Um, next we got the Kansas City, and then this the AFC Championship right here. No doubt in my mind, there will be no other teams in the NFC Championship. I mean the AFC Championship. Chiefs, Ravens. The Ravens are favored minus three and a half, and I think they have every reason to be, especially after the Char- uh, the Chiefs went to OT against the Chargers last week. Um, yeah, I'd probably honestly like this game is going to be insanely tight, so I'd probably just take the Ravens because I do believe good- I do believe they are going to win at minus one eighty two, and I actually might even dabble. With uh, the Chiefs plus three and a half because I think it's going to be a really, really close game. Decided by a field goal at the end or maybe even a point. Um, Yeah, no. So those are my picks. I'm telling you guys, please, I'm about to set up a service to uh, send out my picks. And if you follow Thumb Sports' Instagram page, you're going to get my picks for free. So please get on that. Tell your friends. Share the show. Tell me what you think of the podcast. Please. um, I'm always looking for suggestions. Um, also other topics, what you want me to talk about, please. I'm all ears. I need improvement and I love constructive criticism. So that wraps up the show for this week, guys. Thank you for tuning in and, um, all right. I'll see you next Wednesday. Have a good, have a good week, boys.